welcome to the Take Your Apprenticeship podcast. The Take Your Place team is made up of five universities and nine further education colleges from across the east of England. We are an impartial project dedicated to giving you the information you need regardless of where you are applying to study. Since 2017, we have worked with over 30,000 students from 100 different schools, colleges and sixth forms, helping them to explore their options and discover their potential. Now we hope to help you too. In this podcast series, we will explore all aspects of finding, applying for, and succeeding in an apprenticeship. Through talking to experts and current apprentices from a variety of industries, we will help you explore your future apprenticeship options. In this episode, my colleague Tiff spoke to Nikki Payne, who is the liaison manager for Balfour Beatty. They discuss what a civil engineer does and the range of different projects that they might be involved with. They also spoke about what an engineering apprentice would get up to when working for Balfour Beatty. As with all our conversations in this series, our interviews are recorded remotely, so you might hear some background office and working from home noises. Don't forget to check out the Take Your Place resource website at takeyourplace.ac.uk slash resources for more university and apprenticeship information. I'm joined today by Nikki Payne from Balfour Beatty, who offer a variety of apprenticeship options in construction and engineering. Thank you for joining us today, Nikki. Could you start by telling us a little bit about your role? I am a liaison manager working on a project in Kings Lynn at the moment for Kings Lynn Drainage Board. So basically, our project provides increased flood protection for 1,500 people and 500 businesses in the local area by replacing the existing pumping station. So my job really is to ensure that we create a positive attitude on the community that we're working with within so that hopefully we can leave a lasting legacy and part and parcel of that is that I go into schools and colleges and I talk to young people about the exciting world of construction and hopefully inspire them to be part of the innovative and vibrant industry that it is. I also support local organisations and local community in any way that I can. It's a great job and it's every day is different. Fantastic. Would you be able to explain a little bit more about what civil engineering actually is and what types of job there are to do in this area? Yes, of course. Civil engineering basically deals with the design, construction, maintenance of physical and naturally built environment. So traditionally, that's all to do with roads, bridges, canals, dams, airports, sewage systems, pipelines, and the structural components of buildings and railways. Civil engineering is part and parcel of the project that I'm currently involved with at the pumping station. So essentially, we are creating and working within a cofferdam, which is a watertight enclosure and large hole in the ground that's pumped dry to enable construction beneath the waterline. So we're putting all pipes in, obviously, under the waterline in order to, to put pumps in to pump out any excess or flood water. So other examples of civil engineering projects that we're involved with are Thames Tideway that you might have heard of, London's new super sewer, Hinkley Point C supporting the construction of the first new nuclear power station built in the UK in a generation, and of course the two main civil engineering projects for HS2. So we've also been involved locally with the civil engineering side of um, supporting the construction of the three buildings for the F35 jet at RAF Marham and also the Norwich Northern Distributor Road. And could you give us an example of some of the types of vacancies you offer in civil engineering and the different levels of qualifications? Yes, we offer a whole range of different opportunities. So we offer apprenticeships from levels two to six. We offer paid internships if you decide to go to university. So if you go to university, you have um, a year's industrial placement, we can help you with that. Um, And we also offer graduate positions after university. So the different levels of 
qualifications are numerous really and they're very much dependent on the training scheme and the role that you've chosen. They range from MVQ levels two to five, levels two to three diplomas, HNC, HND, a degree, and obviously also um, professional qualifications like a chartered surveyor. So we, as Buffalo Beatty, we have apprenticeships all over the UK in all sorts of different professional fields. So whichever route you pick, you get to explore innovative technology, learn from the experts, and really start building the professional future you want. You could be, if in civil engineering terms, you could be a civil or a mechanical engineer, you could be an electrical engineer, a design manager, quantity surveyor, but you can also apply for the roles that basically um, help out with that project behind the scenes. So you could do business roles in finance, HR, marketing, supply chain. So there are lots of different roles that you can do that will actually support a project as well in the in the business side of things. That's really interesting. What are the entry qualification requirements for some of these apprenticeships? Can students apply straight from school after doing their GCSEs or is it more beneficial to study at sick form or college before applying? It's really totally dependent on the apprenticeship because the entry level qualifications are obviously linked to the level of the role that you're applying for. So yes, you can definitely apply straight from school if you're studying for a level two or a level three apprenticeship. For a level four apprenticeship and above, you'd need A-levels or a diploma. One of our apprentices actually that we took on on my last project was halfway through her A-levels and she decided that she absolutely wanted to have a career in construction. So she got in contact with us. We invited her to come in for a week's work experience and she totally loved it. We loved her and it really cemented her desire to be part of the industry. So on completion of her week's work experience, we offered her an apprenticeship and she's been with us ever since. When an apprentice is on a placement for a civil engineering course, what types of situations and experiences might they be doing that you wouldn't necessarily get in a classroom? Loads. We basically, we try to mirror what our, our apprentices learning in theory in college with practical experience um, on site or in an office. So they really get up to anything and everything dependent on their role. As Balfour BT, we really do like to submerge our apprentices into their role as much as we can so that they can really get the maximum benefit out of their apprenticeship. We're also, as an organisation, signed up to the 5% Club, which is um, basically our commitment uh, to ensure that 5% of our population comprises of apprentices, graduates and trainees. And this 5%, to be part of the 5% Club with our apprentices, it gives them the opportunity to network with other apprentices within our business. And also, you know, once they've got more experience on board and more confidence, we encourage them to promote their roles within the business, um, to go out externally and speak uh, to, in schools and colleges, and essentially to become apprentice ambassadors. So really, our apprentices are encouraged to do as much as they possibly can. As an organisation, we really realise how valuable apprentices are to our business, and they are widely encouraged to build upon their roles. So this means also that, you know, if they're interested in building on their apprenticeship, if they want to move from a level three to a level four or to move into a degree apprenticeship, that's something that will really positively encourage them to do. Fantastic. So moving on slightly, what types of strengths and skills would be ideal for someone choosing to go down this pathway? Well, I guess um, people who are interested in design, who are interested in planning, interested in buildings, to have an interest in a building's life cycle and the idea of being involved in something from inception to actually seeing the final product is one of the really exciting elements of construction. And it gives you an enormous sense of achievement. Um, You've been part of that. So I think to have that overall interest in, in buildings, also to have 
maths and English are important and STEM subjects are really beneficial. But again, it's all very much dependent on the role that they're moving into. Uh, in terms of strengths, I think we'd be looking for someone with good written and verbal communication skills because they're so key within any role, really. A definite team player. It's so important to be a good team player, to have a positive can-do attitude, the ability to form really good working relationships. And that's, you know, both within the department and the business that you're working in, but also externally. Good at problem solving and someone who's good at prioritising workloads. Yeah, it's really interesting what you say, especially about the kind of seeing a building's life cycle, I guess, a good strength to be committed to something and, and wanting to see it develop. It's really interesting. So would you recommend trying to get work experience before putting in an application? It's extremely important to get work experience. You're much more likely to get a job if you've got work experience on your CV. And it's the ideal way of learning about the industry that you want to be part of and the role that you want to do. We've got a really good example of a a young lady who got in contact with us because she wanted a construction apprenticeship. So we invited her to come for a week's work experience. And at the end of that week, although she really enjoyed her time with us and we really enjoyed having her there, she decided that a construction apprenticeship wasn't for her. And that's great as well that you know that's that's good for an employer and it's good for the the young person to to realize that you know maybe that's not the direction they want to go in but you know work experience yes do definitely try and get work experience it's really helps with a strong application all experience is good work experience and and if you aren't lucky enough to be able to get relevant work experience within the industry just get work experience anyway get any volunteering experience that you can possibly get because it shows an employer that you have the determination and the motivation to work and also that you're someone that could be depended on in the workplace and that you've got some general business awareness. It's also really helpful for you as a person to know the do's and don'ts of the work environment and to be able to identify and develop your skills. It's key as an in into an organisation. Even if at the time they're unable to offer anything, you'll always be top of the pile and front of mind for the next time that they're thinking of recruiting. So as a business with Balfour BT, we we try and offer experience shadow in different areas of the workplace to give a really comprehensive view of the role in the industry. And we offer work experience to year 10s upwards. So we've basically got a young lady currently who's who's um, working with us. And just to demonstrate the usefulness of work experience, she started off with us last December just to do her, her usual 60 hours work experience. She then decided that she wanted to continue working with us. So we managed to get her a summer placement with us on the project and she still wanted more. So she's now working for, with us for, for one day a week until the end of the year. And we're working really hard to get her an apprenticeship within the business. So it just goes to show how vital it is to get you that foot in the door to a sector and a company that you'd like to work within. Absolutely. It's so important for young people before committing to a career that they actually give it a go and see whether they like it or not. Balfour Beatty offer a lot of different apprenticeships. In your opinion, what are the main benefits of doing an apprenticeship? I'm a firm advocate of apprenticeships. I think they're an absolutely fantastic way to learn your trade and begin your career. You get to learn in theory. Everything you learn in theory at college, you can apply to that on-the-job work experience, which is so vital. You earn as you learn, which is fantastic. You get holiday, pension, salary growth. You get support from mentors, which I think is so important that you know, you've got people within a business who are, who are there to help you do the best that you possibly can and develop your skills. It helps 
helps you develop people skills. It helps you develop knowledge of the industry. It helps you to network with other apprentices. It gives you a great understanding of the area you're working within, as well as other areas of the business. And it gives you an opportunity to progress within the company, I think. Apprentices with Balfour BT also benefit not just from their occupational apprenticeships, but also through border development of training that includes health and safety, project management, communication, teamwork, leadership and networking. So basically what we're doing is ultimately trying to equip our apprentices with the skills that are required for them to further their careers. And where is the best place to look to see current apprenticeship vacancies? And is there a specific time of year when certain positions are available? Best place to look is to apply online on our website. So if you apply to balfourbtcareers.com, that basically brings you onto a website which you will put in what role you're looking for, the location, and it will come up with all of the apprenticeships that we've got available. So the apprenticeship window is usually from January and it will usually close at the end of June. One of the huge benefits of doing an apprenticeship is the chance to earn a salary as you train. Could you tell us a little bit about the starting salaries that different apprenticeships offer? I can't really because they're all different and they're obviously based on the role that you're applying for, the experience that you've got and also the the job location. So I can't really give you any idea of the salaries. What I can say is that Balfour BT offer extremely competitive salaries as well as a great range of benefits. With any apprenticeship, there will be an element of studying as well as being on placement. Generally, how does the studying element of the coursework and is there a training provider that you use? Well, usually it works that you have um, four days a week on site or in the office and one day a week with the training provider. So we'll always try and mirror um, the -the on-the-job experience with the module that you're studying at the time. And we also, as I said, like to enable our apprentices to shadow different disciplines within our business so that they can get a really comprehensive view of the different aspects of the project and the business. In terms of the training providers, we've got ties with the College of West Anglia, West Suffolk College, Anglia Ruskin, Cambridge Regional College but all different apprenticeships have different training providers so we'd obviously look at who provides the course for the apprenticeship that we're offering. And could someone doing a higher level apprenticeship with Balfour BT expect to be offered a job at the end of their course? Well all of our apprenticeships are actually permanent contracts so an apprenticeship with Balfour BT is what we hope will be the beginning of a long-lasting and very exciting career with us. Thank you so much for talking to us today. Before you go do you have any final top tips for someone looking to apply for an apprenticeship? If you have a think about the soft and transferable skills that you have and highlight those skills, so they're the skills like the communication, the good team player and positive attitude. So highlight those skills on your application and have evidence that you can back them up with. Look at the job description, tailor your application to fit that job description and make you the perfect person for the job. Get some work experience. As I said before, it is so, so important and it really helps you to build your CV. It helps you to put yourself above your your peers who don't have that work experience and it also helps to back up the skills that you say you have with that work experience. I'd also say as much as you can try and polish up on your verbal and written communication skills, stress what a positive enthusiastic attitude you have. We can basically teach you your trade but it's really important to have that positive attitude that will make you an invaluable member of our team. And the other thing I guess is to really research the role that you're applying for and really research the company that you're wanting to be part of you research Balfour BT we want to know that you want to to start your career with us and that you want to build your career with us so those are my top tips really fabulous that's great thank you so much Nikki thank you for listening 
don't forget to subscribe to our future podcasts at soundcloud.com slash takeyourplace or on your favourite podcasting app. You can also find us on Instagram where we are at takeyourplace underscore he, on Twitter at takeyourplacehe and on Facebook at facebook.com slash takeyourplacehe. You can also email us any questions, requests, or just to let us know what you think on info at takeyourplace.ac.uk.